The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Bills Mafia Time to Shine. So good to have you. So good to have you on this pregame show for the Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football, primetime football on Monday in what looks to be a snowstorm. We will see and raging winds and all that wonderfully not great stuff. But uh, I do just want to say welcome. I want to say welcome into the show. Again, the Bills Mafia time to shine on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Uh, my name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of the show. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller wired. So I always miss the stuff at the top. I don't know why it's just, it's just innate in my nature. So I'm going to try to make, make sure that I get it this time. Uh, regardless of what, uh, platform you are listening to or watching this program on. So if you're watching it on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like the program. Uh, if you're listening to it in podcast form, make sure you subscribe to the Buffalo rumblings podcast network. Uh, like this podcast, do me a favor, leave me a review. That'd be great too. And oh, by the way, we are also super chat live. So I'm going to uh, do my best as this show rolls out to have a conversation with you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll get through some stuff, just my feelings on the game here at the top. And then I'm going to go through and start bringing guests on the show. So if you are in the comment section, the chat section, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, follow that link that I gave. I'll actually drop it again one more time. Follow that link, jump into the green room, hang on for a couple minutes, and then uh, I'll start bringing some people on live, and you guys can uh, give me your bold prediction for this game. You can give me what you think is going to be. Typically, we do a Josh Allen stat line. Uh, we also do a final score prediction. But uh, I do want to, before we get into any of that stuff, give a special welcome to all of the podcast listeners on Monday morning, as this is going to be the first time this show, this particular show, will drop as a podcast. And the reason that it's dropping as a podcast on Monday is because there's no overreaction post-game show on Sunday. Obviously, the game is on Monday. So uh, we're going to drop this. I think we're dropping it at 12.01 a.m. Monday morning, so it will be ready for the drive time. So if you're listening to this, welcome. It's so good to have you. This is a different format, a little bit of a different thing than we normally do. But I'm excited that you're here. I'm so excited for that, that that you're listening to me. Daniel Gowers in the comment section. Good to see. You. I saw Dave, uh, 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 Dave Reed in the in the in the section. I saw Jr. is in the section. Pin, spins in the in the comment section. Richard Rush is in the comment section. Jessica Tennis is in the comments comment section. I'm out of breath already. So good to have all of you joining us. And uh, this football game, this football game, the Buffalo Bills are seven and four. They're ready to set or ready, and they are set to face. Uh, 
a nationally celebrated, I don't even know how to say that, a team that people are swooning over. For who knows why the nation is swooning over the 8-4 and four New England Patriots. And this game is going to determine sole possession of first place in the AFC East. To say there is a lot riding on this game is an understatement. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this game is the game of the season for the Buffalo Bills, but this game is pretty much the game of the season for the Buffalo Bills. This this game is going to, in my opinion, determine how the rest of the season goes for this football team. The Patriots come in with Matthew Judon and a surprising rookie in Mac Jones who's doing everything he's being asked to do, and he's not really making any mistakes. Now, you're going to hear or you have heard this past week about how great Mac Jones is, and he's the best rookie quarterback of, the, of all the rookie quarterbacks, which, let's be honest, isn't saying much about this quarterback class. What Mac Jones is doing is he's not making a whole bunch of mistakes. He's playing inside the system, and he's doing exactly what they're asking him to do. He's not threatening defenses. He's not taking advantage of defenses, things of that nature. He's just doing what he's being asked to do. The Bills are also in a good spot. They're getting healthy at the right time. They're returning Starla Tulele, Spencer Brown, John Feliciano. And let's be honest for just a second. All three of those additions, what it brings to this Bills team is enormous. From star on the defensive line, to the preferred lineup that we're going to get on the offensive line. Dawkins, Mongo, Morse, Williams, and Brown. Mongo coming back is big just in itself. I mean, I like Ike Bucker, but let's face it, John Feliciano is a better guard than Ike is. And with Brown coming back, it allows Darrell Williams to move back inside to right guard. So we're going to get our, basically, we're going to get our starting offensive line back, if you will. It's no small thing. It's no small thing. Just like star on the defensive line, there, it is no small thing. Why is it no small thing? Because it appears the true story of this football game will not be Mac Jones, and more than likely it will not be Josh Allen. As I said at the top of the show, it's going to be the weather. The weather is going to be more than likely the determining factor of this football game. It's going to decide how this game is played and will probably make some decisions on the outcome in more ways than one. Every single one of those players that I mentioned from the Bills are going to make a huge game in this difference, or a huge difference in this game, sorry. Because the Bills are going to run the ball probably a little more than they throw it. And let's keep in mind, Josh Allen does have the arm to work the ball in the wind. This is why they drafted Josh Allen. We remember it when he got drafted. Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott said it. We, we want a guy that can throw the ball through the wind. That's who this kid is. But with 45-mile-an-hour gusts is what they're expecting, my guess is is they're probably going to play it a little bit closer as far as the throws. They're going to run the ball a little bit more, which is going to make for an interesting football game because, quite frankly, the Buffalo Bills have not been super effective running the football. The Patriots are going to come into this, into this game, and they're going to ground and pound. Mac Jones does not have the arm to cut through that wind to consistently throw in this kind of weather. So you can guarantee yourself that we are going to see a whole bunch of Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris and probably some short throws to guys like Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Safe, short throws. And as we did, we were talking about the wind, and we are still kind of talking about the wind. The forecast, as I already kind of said, is calling for 30, 25 to 30 mile an hour winds consistently gusts from 40 to 45, which is actually down from earlier in the day when they're expecting 60-mile-an-hour gusts. Potential for lake-effect snow in this game. 
And as much as I am a football purist and prefer games outside in the weather, I'm going to be honest for, with you for a second. This game is one that's going to give me, or I should say, uh, it's going to give my attention to the domers. The domers are going to have my attention. If you're if you're out there and you are pining and pounding and hashtagging for Team Dome, you might have me on this one because this isn't the type of football that I want to watch, especially with this football team against that football team. You know already that the Patriots are going to be prepared for this game. They're going to play a very tough physical style football game. They're going to punch the Buffalo Bills in the mouth every chance they get. And the Bills haven't done well in those types of situations without the snow. This game, in my opinion, will determine the rest of the season for the Buffalo Bills. A win? If the Bills win, I said this on Wednesday on the Hump Day Hotline, if the Bills win this game, I can see them gaining momentum, much like last year, down the, and like down the stretch. Just like they did last year, I can see them gaining momentum and actually make a push and fight for that number one seed in the AFC. Uh, an AFC, mind you, that is very volatile at the top. There's not a lot of the good teams haven't been great this year. Conversely, if the Buffalo Bills lose this football game, they're back down in the hunt. They're in the hunt if they lose this football game. They can go from having sole possession of first place if they win of the AFC East with a uh, a short shot to the number one seed in the AFC with the season drawing to an end to being back down into the hunt and not out of it, but fighting to stay in it or fighting to claw themselves back in it and kind of determining what happens the rest of this weekend. If they lose this football game, frankly, I'm just not overly sure where they go from here. If that makes sense. I'm going to start taking callers here in a couple minutes. If you're in the green room, just, just chill for a second. I just got a couple quick things that I want to, I want to kind of break down. If we break these two football teams down, they're very similar in some ways and very different in others. The Patriots and bills together on the two best defenses in the league. The Patriots are number two. In the league versus the pass, second only to the Buffalo Bills. Clearly losing Trey White is going to have an effect on this football game. And I'll press into that more later if there's time, if, 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 we're, if we're short on callers, if you will. The Patriots are also down a solid corner or safety in a fantastically versatile Kyle Duggar who tested positive for COVID. There's no word as to whether or not he's vaccinated. I don't believe he was put on the COVID reserve list. So as much as they're saying he's out, there probably is a very slight chance he could play in this football game. The good news for us, though, is the Bills are not only number one against the pass, they're also number one in pressure rates, which together is big against a quarterback like Mac Jones, a rookie. But at the same time, don't get too excited. The, Pat the Patriots have Matthew Judon, who has been a monster off the edge this year. But as we've already kind of established, none of this is probably going to matter if we get 45 mile an hour winds and lake effect snow on the ground defensively, the bills are fifth in the league. Three, they're allowing 3.9 yards per carry and 96 yards per game. That bodes well for the bills in this game. And if we conversely jump over to the offense real quick, and again, I'm going to say real quick, the bills are in the top 10 as a running football team, but the backs haven't been terribly efficient. The Patriots have two solid guys in Damian Harrison or Damian Harris, rather. And, and as I said, Ramondre Stevenson, and they're strong up front. I already said this. They're bullies up front. And this team has struggled a little bit against bullies in the trenches. 
The Patriots are going to be physical. The Bills are going to have to out-physical them in this football game. And like I said, to me, this game is going to determine the rest of the Bills season. First guy to bring on the show, my friend and yours, all the way from the United Kingdom, Saxon Dave, my brother, my, my, Dave Thorpe. You've been you've been missing from the show for a couple weeks. I know. As you can see from our new surroundings, new house, new job. New house, that's right. The last three weeks. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, that's, and, and I was, so we had, I went on vacation, obviously, and then Thanksgiving Day game, there was no time to shine. So, it, you know, it's, it's, there's a little bit of fault on both of our sides, but. Uh, yeah, well, to be fair, given, given the results, I'm quite glad I've not been around the last few weeks, to be honest with you. But. <laughs> right. But it's good to see you. It's good to see you happy. Good to see you I healthy. Think, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the new surroundings, the new digs look good for sure. Uh, where did you move, where did you move from and where did you move to? I moved from Liverpool to Blackpool. What and what would you say? New job? Is that where you moved? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just basically change a job. So it's it's only about an hour and about fifty miles, hour and twenty minutes. Not long. So that's not that's not too bad. That's not no. too bad at all. So uh, are you so so you getting settled in? Basically, is what's yeah, going yeah. On? They're now like there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, very good. And are you wearing a uh, Epinesa jersey? Certainly, am. I love AJ. AJ's been quiet this year, but I think AJ's going to be a legend. He's he started the season not quiet. He started the season very loud. He did, yes. The last couple of weeks, he's just kind of disappointed. I don't know. See, I don't even know why I bother coming on. Everything I want to say, you say in the pre, like before you bring the calls on, and I'm like, I might as well just log off now. It's like, no, everything else I'm going to say. You got to stay in. So it's it, it's a format. It's like I have to have some sort of a monologue right at the top. I mean, I can't just like jump in and like have people on. So I'm going to no, say no, something. I so I yeah. apologize if I spill some of your things. No, but no. You, I would love to state in the obvious. That's what everybody's saying the same thing. It's not like anything like we are. It's just this is we've always said all along for the last few weeks. These next few weeks, we're going to make or break the season. And this is yep. it's that time. Yep. So, let let it flow, brother. I don't care. You can you can you can say everything I'm saying. Say it again. Let the people no, hear this, twice. This is it. This is time. Stand up and be counted. This is it. Monday night football. If you're going to do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this is going to, as you said, this is going to go a long way to where we are this season. Yeah. So, do you believe in statement games? Yeah, yeah. Especially this time coming into this time of the season. Yeah. yeah. Early on in the season, not so much. But we've all said. Everybody said we haven't played our best this year by far. Yeah. There's still a lot they can do. Obviously, the wet, like I said, and then you get the weather factor in and everything else. But I think big game for Breeder, Dig, not Dig, sorry, Breeder, Beasley, and Knox. And right. um, there you go. That's it. That's how we win the game. Just to get Beasley involved, get us moving the short passes, whether or not. So if, with Joss's arm, it shouldn't make a difference. Yeah. So, but the, the, the thing for me this year that I've been frustrated more than anything else is just the coaching. It's like, ah, oh, it's just you just want last year back, don't you? Give me this year's defense, last year's offense, and we'd all be happy. Let's be honest, we'd all be absolutely freaking ecstatic. They might be undefeated right now if we had gotten so, that. Well, you would have thought so. Some of those games, like that Jacksonville game, oh my word, I was moving that weekend. Thank crikey. I was in Mexico. So yeah, yeah, definitely. We were both in better places, that's for sure. For so, sure, for sure. So what do you what do you got for a prediction in this football game? What do you what do you think is gonna happen? Give me, give me some, give me some cheese. Uh, see, I I really think it could go either way, but if like I'm, you know, I'm a homer, so I don't care. I'd... Okay, if I'm being if I'm being conservative, thirty-one seventeen bills. Thirty-one. That's a big number in this weather. Have yeah. you been watching the, the weather forecast? Yeah, I know, but we I, mean, do, we, you, you, like, I know we have... always say this. I know we always say we are due, well overdue a 
special teams touchdown. We are probably overdue a pick six or fumble recovery for a touchdown. Overdue on both of them. Um, which is about time. I just, I, I would love to. Do you know what I would? I would love to see us block a pat punt for right. a team. Right. I would be ecstatic. That would make my weekend. That would be amazing. So you said thirty-one to seventeen final score. Uh, yeah, yeah. So thirty-one. So 17. rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. They got to be on the ground, right? In this weather. No, I would still say I would. I would say Breeder would be one passing, one rushing, Ooh. and. I'm still going to say one for Knox, one for Beasley. That's what that's what I started off with. I may as well stay, stick with it. I like it. I like that take. Yeah, yeah. Stick stick with that take. That's really really good. And then uh, what about a Josh Allen stat line? I don't think it's going to be huge, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to have to be huge. So, um, I don't think it's just a high two two seventy two eighty. That's a big number. I think Josh Allen could potentially be, this is in my notes later if I need time. I think Josh Allen could be the X factor in this game, but I think he could be the X factor with his legs in this in this football game. I think this could be one of those those scenarios where like his he could take over the game on the ground. Yeah, and I kind of I, that, that's kind of why I'm like, you'd expect that to happen, wouldn't you? This is yes. like the Bills this year. That's what we think is gonna happen. You know what the ball's like, Dave Old. It's like, no, no, <laughs> oh no, let's not do that. They're gonna be expecting that. Let's do something else. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel that in my bones. I feel that absolutely in my bones. Well, Dave, where are you going to be watching this game from? So you're going to be up late, right? So we're, we're six hours behind you. Oh, yes. I know it's going to be, it's going to be brutal. So I don't know. I'm going to have to try and. Oh, did he freeze on me? Dave froze up on me. So for, for the, I asked him that question for those of you that might be joining me late. Cause Dave is in the, in the United Kingdom. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to drop him out. Stick, I know he's going to stick around backstage. I'll bring him back on in a second, but it's going to be interesting. That's a that's an interesting prediction for me for this football game, just knowing what the weather is supposed to be. I'm not saying that Josh Allen can't throw for 275 yards in this football game and maybe a touchdown or two. I just have a feeling that it's going to be highly improbable. The last time the Bills played a weather game like this was at home against the Eagles in 2019. It was like 55-mile-an-hour gusts. The Eagles beat us because Josh Allen threw the football 46 times. I don't want to see that in this football game. We may see that, but I, I don't want to see that. Next up, oops, Richard Rush. It, it, it jumped on me. Richard Rush, how are you? So Dave, Dave Reed, stick around. And then I got Jessica Tennis in the green room too. Dave, you were supposed to be next, but it like slid on me real fast when, sec- when, when Dave dropped out. So you're next, Dave. When, when Dave uh, Thorpe ju- dropped out. Dave Reed would have been next. But anyways, Richard Rush, welcome to the show. Was that confusing? Did it just confuse everybody? I probably should have just let that one go. <laughs> it was it was a little confusing. I was just trying to line my camera up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So I apologize for all that technical <laughs> stuff. Rich, how are you feeling? Um, nervous. Me too, buddy. Me too. Just man, it just sucks that. It's, it's just the Patriots. I mean, I don't know if you could say anything more other than I think we're all just tired of the Patriots. Oh, yeah. And now they're uh, the, the national media would tell you that they're back. It's official. They're back. Even though they've beaten garbage can teams, they're officially back. And we have to win this game or else we're going to be looking up at them for the next 20 more years. And, <laughs> uh, well, it, w- it won't be for the next 20 years. It'll be the next for the next six games, but it won't be for the next 20 years. Well, that's <laughs> what they're saying. 
Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't go quite that far. We all know about media narratives, national media narratives. But uh, yeah. what? What? How does this game shake out in your opinion? Like, what? What? what where, how does it go for you? What do you think? I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's. I mean, if it starts snowing, we know, especially with the moist conditions down there already, the temperature drops if the snow starts hitting. It's going to be slick. It's yeah. just with even if best case scenario, if it's thirty mile an hour winds, man, that is that's going to be tough sledding. No, no pun intended. All the all the lake effects know is I think supposed to to either end before the game starts or it's going to end shortly after the game begins. So. The snow isn't supposed to necessarily be a factor. The winds are going to be there. I remember playing outside, in, you know, playing football as a kid in the snow and the wind, and I don't ever remember the wind ever really bothering us. And we were little kids. It's, I mean, obviously we're not throwing the ball 60 yards or 50 yards downfield. It's a little bit of a different yeah. game when you're in high school playing tackle football in the backyard. But I don't remember us being like, well, it's windy out there. Let's not go play football. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for me. I think there's going to be a lot of ground, like, as I said at the top of the show, I think this is going to be a ground and pound game probably for both teams, which could make for an interesting game and it could make for a very boring game. We could get a nine to six game, right? And it might be just a defensive battle the whole time. Field goals might be, might be trouble as well in this football game. So who knows? Maybe it's not, yeah, a, footing. Maybe it's not a nine to six game. <laughs> There's going to be some trouble with footing. And I mean, Especially when the temperature starts to drop like that, you know, the the texture of the ball changes so much different, you know what I mean? It not so much for the receivers, but for the quarterbacks and the running backs. Well, most of the running backs are wearing gloves too. But you know, for the quarterbacks, it's it's gonna be trying to try to throw any kind of passes in that. I mean, the wind isn't so much a problem as being in a high up. I know the lake effect, just like you guys do up there. And oh, yeah. that wind is bracing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what do you got for a game prediction? Give me, give me something bold, something that uh, that's going to stick out to you that maybe we're not thinking about. I'm thinking the ball headed star is going to get a sack really he cut his hair and <laughs> change of attitude and cut his hair to be more streamlined in the wind i think that's why uh i don't think that would matter with a helmet <laughs> on but i mean as dion put it he was two inches lighter on his shoulders or two <laughs> two pounds lighter on his shoulders that's so funny. that's funny. I think the beard's pretty much gone too, right? Did he trim the beard up too? I haven't. I mean, I think he did trim it up, but I haven't really. The only pictures I've seen with the helmet off was uh, from behind. I, I really haven't. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I saw the same picture you did. Seen his face. Right, right, right. So what do you got for a score prediction? I'm thinking it's going to be 15-13 Buffalo. That's a that's an interesting score. So you five field goals from the Bills. You're talking about a touch like touchdown with a two point conversion. I'm thinking of a, a touchdown with a two point conversion. Yeah, that's an interesting. I'm thinking score. Josh might not throw a touchdown. We might get one either out of one of the running backs, and I think Allen will run one in and 
possibly run a two-point conversion in. Nice, nice. Before I let you go, what do you got for a stat line for Josh? I'm thinking right around about 250. It's not going to be – there's going to be a lot of – if when if and when either team does throw, it's going to be a lot of dink and dunk. And I don't think – I don't even think safeties being back is going to – I don't think they're going to have to put the safeties back because – I don't think that with the wind, I don't I don't think there's going to be that much passing downfield. Right, yeah, they'll probably creep I could there. be wrong. Yeah. Well, brother, it's good to it's good to have you on the show. As always, Richard Rush, you are a friend of mine and a and a great just just supporter of everything that we do here on Rumblings and a supporter of mine. Enjoy this football game. I'm sure I'll see you post game. So hopefully we'll be talking about victory Absolutely. Tuesday on post game. But brother, you have a good night and I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your Sunday. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Next up, we got David Reed. What's up, my man, David? What's going on, Joe? How you feeling? Uh, worried. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody's in the same mood. Who, like, yeah, who is it? Who is it? Right? Like we, <laughs> we, we gotta win this game, man. No. I mean, it's like, let's face it, we got a tough one coming up next week. We, we got to take the division because if we lose this game, then what's going to happen? You know, I heard you say seven and and five and in the hunt. Right. So, you know, you mentioned Tredavious White being out. I'll be honest with you. This is even if the weather was good, this is not the game I'm really worried about missing him. Because let's face it, Mac Jones is not going to take the top off of defense. Right. Right. Next week, though. Yeah. Next week, it's going to show that we need him. Yeah. I said to uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Nolan on on the Humpty Hotline on Wednesday, that if there's a game that's kind of a good opportunity for uh, uh, Dane Jackson to kind of get his feet wet, it's this one because it, with the weather, because they're not going. And even if there wasn't weather, Mac Jones isn't going to be like darting the football of the field. There's a great opportunity for him to just kind of get a feel in the flow of the game. Not to mention, Dane is good in run support, so this might be a good opportunity for him. Right. Right. I mean, you know, they're they're going to hit on our weakness. They're, we know they're going to go after the tight ends. Mm-hmm. We know that's our weakness. That's where we're going to keep it in that, you know, 10 to 15 pass range for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, it's it, this comes down to Burita. Uh, we yeah. all know that. We, we know he's added a spark since they put him in. But has Burita played in weather like this? I mean, he was in San Francisco. He was Miami. Miami. We don't even know how he's going to handle this. You're not, Are they going to put not. Moss back in? I mean, what, what do you do? Uh Right. I mean, it's you're, you're talking about a situation that's interesting just because Moss has kind of that downhill, like hit you in the face type of a running style where Brita, you know, the Brita strength in this game is going to be his his ability to cut. He knows when he's going to cut. It's the wide receiver versus cornerback thing. Right. The wide right. receivers know the move they're going to make. The corner doesn't. They're more apt to slip. So Brita's going to have opportunity to make guys miss, whereas Moss is going to he's going to make you feel it when when he comes downhill at you in a cold weather game. Right. And win. So. I don't know what they're going to do. It, you might see Moss active in this football game and Breed. I'm not saying Breed, Breed would be inactive, but you might see Moss in this game. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of players that probably haven't seen or even played in weather like this. Uh, yeah. Bass, for instance. Yeah. This might be the worst game he's going to have to kick in. Is he going to be able to handle it? I hope uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, let's face it. I mean, we we need a signature win. Have we even had one? I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll say the – Kansas City was a good win, but was it really? That's I mean, probably look, it. That's probably look at, yeah, it. Look at the way they were playing. I mean, we haven't really beaten anybody. 
Yeah. We we got to take this game. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, the Dolphins games look better now that they're on a, whatever it is, a four-game win streak. But uh, by and large, yeah, you're right. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that Kansas City game was kind of our Super Bowl already this year. Um, and this is this is the game of the season for us. So what do you got as far as uh, just what are you watching for prediction-wise? What do you think is going to happen that maybe we're not thinking about? Like I said, I, I think it's going to come down to Burita. Uh, I think you're right as far as it's going to be ground and pound from both – teams yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our defensive line has to hold up uh i'm glad that we're getting you know spencer brown back um that you know that could help a little bit i don't i don't think it's going to be a high scoring game i, I don't either I'm, I'm gonna say 17 13 that's not that's probably that's probably close it might it might not get that it, to, to richard richard rush's point i mean 15 30 it might not get that high it might not get be 17 14 or so what do you say 17 13 Seventeen, thirteen. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's pushing it. Yeah, it'll be weird for me to see that many field goals in a game with this much wind. I mean, twenty-five to thirty steady, especially if it's across the field with forty mile an hour gusts. It, it would be interesting. You might see. You might see. And this is just me thinking about this right now. You might see a lot of fourth, like going for it on fourth downs. Like right, right. Of, I mean, I'm I'm hoping for two rushing touchdowns and one field goal. I'm not counting on field goals. Right, right, for sure. But at 15, I mean, that's or 13. I mean, that's 13 is three field or two field goals. Right, yeah, two field goals, right. right for, by the Patriots. So we'll see. I mean, they've got a good kicker. We've got a good kicker. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. Josh Allen stat line before I let you roll. Two twenty tops. By uh, the by the way, sorry, I'm interrupting you because it just I just remembered Thanksgiving. I was at my mom's in Tennessee. She doesn't have cable. I did not see the special on your family. A, how did the special go? And B, where can we find it? Is it on YouTube? Uh, it's on, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can find it on NFL.com. You can find it on uh, BuffaloBills.com. You can also find it on my Twitter page. Uh, Manuel Sanders tweeted it out. Sweet. Uh, NFL Network. Yeah, it's, it's all over. It was, it, they did a really good job. Matter of fact, he's actually heading up to Boston tomorrow for his next surgery. His surgery will be on Tuesday, so you know he'll be up there for this Monday night game. So hopefully he'll bring the Bills some some good luck. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be praying for him. Sorry, but didn't mean to cut you off. That was an ADD moment for me right there. Yeah, <laughs> so no, anyway. no, no, that's, that's cool. <laughs> back back to your Josh Allen stat line. Uh, you said two more than two sixteen. Is that what you said? No, like two twenty. Two twenty. Got you. My bad. Yeah, I, at least that's what I'm hoping for. I don't want him to throw it forty times in the, in this weather. Yeah, I I'd like to see him rush for maybe eighty yards. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, like yeah. you said, this might his legs might come down to what what we're going to need in this game for sure, for sure. Well, brother, we'll be praying for uh, the little man, and uh, we're like you said, hoping that uh, he brings the Buffalo Bills some good luck this week, and uh, enjoy this football game, and I uh, hope to catch you in the post game show afterwards. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, dude, go Bills. All right, go Bills. Good stuff uh, for my guy Dave. Uh, it's this game is going to be interesting. It's. I want it's funny because when we think all of us, when we think low scoring games, we immediately kind of go to field goals. And as much as he had the bill scoring one, I don't know that field goals are going to be easy to come by. You might be in a situation in this football game where both of these teams are going for it on fourth down inside, like the four, inside the 40. So if it's like third and five at the 36, they might be going for it on fourth down because there's no way that they feel like they can kick a field goal in the weather. It's going to be interesting to say the least. This is an honor. So coming up next is uh, somebody who's been in the comments section on all the shows. Uh, she, she's an avid Bills fan, big Bills fan, and watches all like all the different programs that I'm on and stuff. But it's, it's kind of cool. I'm getting to meet Jessica Tennis for the very first time. Jessica, how are you? I'm doing good, Joe. And how about yourself? 
Good. It's good to meet you. Good to meet you too. <laughs> How you feeling? How, how's this game got you feeling, Jessica? Um, a bit nervous. A um, bit nervous. I, you know, Bill always, always has wanted to do the running game against teams. Yep. He just had Tom Brady all these years. Mm -hmm. Um, he specializes in running the ball, playing good defense, and I knew he's going to come back with it this year. Uh, I had picked them second. Mm. Uh, in in the division, yeah. I just hope that he hadn't wouldn't develop this quickly. It just makes you hate him all all that much more, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> like, Very and then much the way so. and the way the media just like just gloms onto it and just like just grabs a hold of it and they got to run with it and they and I mean Kay right. Adams as much as Bill's Mafia loves Kay Adams I mean and she wasn't necessarily wrong that he's playing good football Mac Jones is right mm -hmm. now. But who they've played hasn't been great. And he's not, to my point at the start of the show, he's not exactly playing but Justin Hurts. Crushing teams. Right. They're crushing teams. As a team. But it's As not like he, it's not like he's doing what Josh Allen has done in the, in the past. He's not doing what Justin Herbert does. He's not doing what, you know, mm -hmm. what a Pat Mahomes does. He's just that's what they did with the Giants when he was the defensive coordinator. Right, right, right. It's very it's very similar to what kind of like Ryan Tannehill does as a quarterback. He just mm -hmm. doesn't make a mistake and we end up beating you. Yeah. And if if Tannehill still had his running game, he'd still be crushing it. Yeah, it's, but, it's it's interesting too because it brings up a point about this football game because the Titans ran for over 270 yards against this Patriots team and only scored 13 points. Mm -hmm. Like how weird of a stat line is that when you because you would think that if you ran for 250 yards plus that you would have mm -hmm. steamrolled a team and they just didn't. So it'll be interesting to see if the Bills, I don't know, can find something in there. My guess is is the Patriots let them run the ball, kind of like we did against the Chiefs last year. Didn't work for us the way that it did for the Patriots. So I don't know that there's anything to take away from that. But yeah, it's we're gonna see a lot of the ground game. Where what do you what are you watching for? What do you think is gonna happen in this game? Maybe that we haven't thought about. The three most important players on offense, in my opinion, give it to me, are Reggie Gilliam, mm. Dawson Knox, and Spencer Brown. Agreed. If they can push that right side of the line forward and rush behind it, mm. then everything else opens up. I agree. And the most important person on defense is going to be Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. If he can stuff the run in the middle and get to the quarterback and get to Mac Jones before he gets it off in less than two and a half seconds. <laughs> That's right. going to be the important thing. It's, because uh, on the outside, you know, our defensive ends are not going to get there fast enough. No, they're not going to get there fast. It's they're going to have to hold their hold their 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 edges right to to not allow the run to get outside or not not allow them to squeak outside because they're going they're going to have to focus on the run. Mac Jones is not going to beat you through the air in this football game. He might get a pass that that goes for a long game, but he's not going to throw the football thirty five yards downfield. It's just not going to happen. Now the good thing is is that we played in the rain two, three, four times this year already. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones has. Right, And I think that will be a big test for him on a slippery ball, on a slippery field, trying to get his footing and trying to get off those pass quickly. I think if our defensive backs are good uh, and play well, that we might get some interceptions and maybe a pick six. Yeah, and it, it doesn't hurt us in this situation to know that Mac Jones you know, played football in the South. He played football mm -hmm. at, at Alabama. So I'm sure he has potentially some cold weather games under his belt. I mean, this might be one of those situations. Not where we, really. I was going to say. Alabama never plays down up north. Up north. Unless it's 
unless it's very, very early in the season. Yeah, I was going to say this is one of those situations where we might hear from the announcers early in the game that this is the coldest game he's ever played in or the second coldest game or something mm -hmm. like that. So, and let's be honest, he lives in it. So, I, you know, I'm a big conversationalist when it comes to dome talk and playing in it that these guys like us live in it. And when you live in it, it's different. Like I was outside running around in this hoodie today and it's, you know, 38 mm -hmm. degrees outside. Whereas if I was in Florida and came up here for one day, I wouldn't be running around in a hoodie. I'd have a parka on. So he does live in it, but playing in it is clearly different. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see. And this is something as well that I think is interesting uh, for this football game that isn't being talked about a lot. And that is that this is the sixth or seventh time that Josh Allen has seen a Bill Belichick defense. Do you think that matters mm -hmm. in this game? Of course it does. You know, he knows what, well, both Dayball and himself know what Bill wants to do with him. And especially after the big blowout last year, mm -hmm. I think Bill has been just waiting and waiting and waiting to get back at the Bills. It's funny because you saw the energy and the fire that the Colts brought to that football game. Mm -hmm. And in the post-game speech when Frank Reich was like, we owed them, like we owed them from last year. I mm -hmm. think there's a lot of teams that kind of have the Bills not only circled because of who they are, but there's some payback in it. Like we owe these guys. And I wonder if the Patriots are going to come into this game with that. Oh, most definitely. It's going to come down to phys physicality on the offensive and defensive lines. You know, I called them soft. Uh, Joe Marino, oh, yeah. Joe Marino said that they wilted. I mean, it's against the Colts primarily. They just, they've had a propensity to do that. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a trenches football game. The bills just have been all year long thinking that they could just show up right. and win. And, when they're playing really bad teams, other than Jacksonville, they've crushed them. Right. When they played a decent team, you know, it's mm. the crushing doesn't happen. Right. And right, I think right. their their season ended in their minds after they beat Kansas City. Yeah. And yeah. have been gliding ever since. And either they get professional and get ready for this team, or they're going to get crushed by the better team. We have more talent, but the better team coming into this game is the Patriots. Right, right. So give me a uh, give me a score prediction for this football game. 24-16. Nice, 24. Who do you see scoring those touchdowns? You got three of them on the board. Um, I see Josh running for one. I agree. I see Knox catching one. I probably agree with that, too. With Duggar being out, I agree with that, too. And I see all three, all of our running backs playing this week. Nobody sitting. I see probably Stevenson sitting because I think McDermott still trusts um, McKenzie much more. We'll see. And so I see Moss getting a touchdown. Oh, interesting. It's uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I'll be surprised if McKenzie sits just because of the no. way that he's been yeah. acting on social media. Um, or I'm sorry, if he plays, I'd be, I apologize. I'd be surprised if he plays because he of wants the a veteran in there. He, you, in a you big might, game. You, you might be right, but they don't do well when players. Quentin Spain was in the locker Moss, room. Moss bitched and complained. The, Did he? The week, the week he was out. I the first remember. week I don't when remember. he was sitting. Yes, he said stuff on Twitter. Next week it. he was in the lineup and he played. Oh, week one. You're talking about week, week one. one. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. It'll be interesting to see because I was going gonna, gonna to reference Quentin Spain who – there's just rumors and speculation that he became difficult in the locker room, but he wasn't going to Twitter with it. Like he wasn't mm -hmm. going public. Whereas I, Isaiah McKenzie last week was, you know, obviously public about it. It'll be interesting to see because Marquez Stevenson, you know, he muffed that punt. He, he got it back. Exactly. He, muffed one, he muffed one too. So 
it's funny. It's it's so it's so weird to me. Uh, Dave Thorpe at the top of the show said, you know, if we had gotten this year's defense with last year's offense, we'd all be like freaking out because of how good this football team is. We're at a point where we almost don't even know what to expect. Like Sunday to Sunday, I, I don't know. The defense is going to show up. The defense it's is a good. sign of an immature team. But they shouldn't be, should they? Come on. Josh Allen is in his mid-20s. He's. I mean, he's, after what they've he, seen, what they fought through in 19, what Allen fought through in 18, but 19 he, and then last year. Th- this he is, came into the season, thought he arrived. Well, he, he thought he was everything. And you might not be wrong. He's he's adjusting to becoming a professional football player versus yeah. versus building himself up to think that he belongs. Yeah. He yeah. now knows he belongs and thinks he just can coast. Yeah. Versus being a professional quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. who is a professional quarterback who knows what he needs to do to win. That's that's huge. What do you got? So just on the Josh Allen thing, stat line for Josh this week? 225. I like it. Passing. 75 running. One touchdown running. One touchdown passing. It's hmm. good. Yeah. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I don't I don't think that it's going to be electric through the air, but I think he can make a huge difference on the ground. Um, I like what you said about him throwing a ball, throwing a touchdown to Dawson. Dawson, this has been a breakout year for Dawson. So I think mm-hmm. this is another one of those games where he can kind of flex, especially with 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 uh, uh, Duggar out. The more important part of what Dawson Knox is going to do is block. Yeah, for sure. Block running, block passing. For sure, for sure, for sure. Well, Jessica, it was fantastic to finally meet you. Like nice you're, to meet you're, you too. You're always in the comments section, whether I'm on live or if I'm in the comments section of somebody else's show, you're always there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be a stranger. So uh, I won't. appreciate the support. Appreciate the, you just always being around and being a part of the show. Mm-hmm. You, you make a big difference for our shows. So oh, just, thank you. just know that we appreciate you being around, but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully you'll enjoy this game and uh, maybe I'll see you in the post game show afterwards on Monday night. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> if you're still away. Depends on how it goes. Exactly. Jessica, have a good night. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, it's interesting to me. She she hit a lot of very, very, very good points. It was great just to have her on the show because that's the first time I've gotten to meet her. That's the best part about this show is the fact that I get to meet everybody. Uh, the phone lines are, not that we have phone lines, the video lines are open. So if there's anybody out there that wants to, to have a conversation with me about this football game, you are free to jump in. Uh, we got a couple minutes left before the chop-up is coming up uh, at 9 o'clock live with uh, Sterling Furrow, uh, Bruce Nolan sitting in for Jay Spence the King, Angelina and Kristen Kimmick from the Buffalo, from the, the Mafia Babes. But discipline for me and attention to detail in this football game. I've got a couple other points that are going to be that are going to be important in this football game. One of them is we have seen a lot of lack of assignment, not knowledge but execution. We saw it in the Saints game where the Bills finally set up what looked to be the perfect screen to have ever been set up, and Breida runs to his right instead of his left. The magical thing about that play is Josh Allen then like dips out of it, runs to his right, and throws a dart to Dawson Knox that unfortunately gets called back. But they executed. They converted on that play. Josh Allen did Josh Allen things and converted on that play, but then obviously Spencer Brown was called for the, t- for the, the penalty for being an uh, ineligible receiver downfield. But there's been a lot of those mishaps. On the John Fina show, we've gone over several of them where guys just don't know who they're supposed to block. They don't know which man is theirs. Uh, They're just not in the details. And I think this is one of those games where 
you better be in the details in this football game because this is not going to be a high-flying finesse show where Josh is going to pull amazing throws out of his hind end. This is going to be everybody's got to be on a man, both sides of the football. Everybody's got to execute their play. Everybody's got to be disciplined. Everybody's got to be patient, especially Josh Allen. Jessica talked about that with maturity, that he feels like he can just go out there and kind of do what he wants. Josh Allen has spent a lot of time this season standing back there in the pocket waiting for somebody downfield to get open when if he would do a little bit of what she mentioned Aaron Rodgers, but even Mac Jones does, which is start beating him up for three, four, five, seven yards short and pull those safeties up, it's going to open up what's downfield. Now, this is clearly a game that you hope, hope that we're going to see that from Josh Allen. Mind you, the last time we had wins like this was against the Eagles in 2019. Josh didn't play too well in that football game. He tried to chuck the ball downfield way too much. We've seen Josh in other wind games throw the football like too far downfield and the wind take the ball. And granted, you might get lucky, but chances are you're not going to. So we're going to need to see Josh Allen be patient. I'm also, I talked about Dane Jackson. I'm also very, very excited to see Dane Jackson in this football game. Not that I don't want to see Trey. So do not misunderstand what I'm saying. I Tredavious White is... You can argue he's a top two corner, top three corner, top four corner, top five corner. I don't even care. He is a difference maker, probably the second best football player on this team. Right there with Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen Allen being the best player on this team. But he is the best player on that defense. And he is going to matter in this game, not being there. It's going to make a difference. However, as I said earlier, if there is a game where Dane Jackson is primed for, it's probably this one. Between Mac Jones and the weather in this game, they're not going to be pushing the ball downfield. Dane Jackson is going to have an opportunity to allow his strengths, which to me are run cut, run support, good tackler. He can stay with his receiver. He's a, he's he's almost, in my opinion, a better tackling version of Levi Wallace. So I'm excited for Dane Jackson in this football game. Understanding that losing Tredavious White for the season is definitely going to hurt. It's gonna ha- it's gonna make the Bills, it's gonna force the Buffalo Bills to do something different on the backside. They're not gonna be able to probably take the risks that a lot of times Poyer can take, that Micah Hyde can take. They're not gonna be able to free roam back there knowing that Tredavious White has shut down one side and Levi's got his side covered. If the dude catches the ball, he's gonna tackle him. There's gonna be a little bit of a let's see what we're gonna get. Right now, the times that Dane has come in, he has flashed. I will say that. So I'm excited for him for this football game. Another part of that is going to be the running back situation, whether it is Breida and Singletary or if it's Breida, Singletary and Moss. This is one of those games where a guy coming at you downhill as fast as he can, Zach Moss makes a difference. A guy like Antonio Williams, who hasn't seen hasn't seen the field yet this year is another one of those guys that could make a big difference in this football game because there's an energy that he brings to the run game. Antonio Williams, that is, that I'm speaking of. It will be interesting to me to see who the inactives are and see what the workload kind of division is between all the running backs. But I think, and it's been mentioned on this show a couple times already, Josh Allen could absolutely be the X factor in this football game absolutely could be the X factor in this football game. 
I think that with his legs is what I'm talking about. There's just like he could he could run potentially for a hundred yards in this football game. He could put this team away, the Patriots that is, by running on the ground. It'll be interesting to see how they play that if they play him more conservative, or if it's a situation where they let him loose and they just say, Josh, if you see it, take it. And he can get away and he can make guys miss. And if it's a slippery surface with bad footing, Josh Allen has the advantage every single time. Big guy, fast, super athletic. Got a new guy coming into the show. I love it when the uh, I love it when the young bucks join us. Discord boy, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How's this game got you feeling? Oh, you know, I'm kind of nervous because the Patriots are on a hot streak right now. They are. It's true. It's true. So where, first of all, I should have asked you this first. Where are you, where are you calling me from? Oh, uh, my dad was, or Bethlehem. My dad was on recently. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, <laughs> well, well, you better, I, I, I think that your dad is getting all of his takes from you. Is that true? Oh. Uh. <laughs> so you're nervous about this game uh i think we're all nervous about this game what do you how do you think josh allen's gonna play in this football game oh uh, i'm not really sure no what do you think as far as you can have a better game on the ground or is he gonna have a better better game through the air uh ground probably ground probably yeah i think he scores a touchdown rushing in this football game yeah yeah, so do I. So do I. So what are you going to be watching for in this game? Oh, uh, I'm going to be watching for Allen. He's probably going to be running a lot. Burrito, mm -hmm. probably. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I agree with that. I agree with that. And then uh, does the uh, Patriots run, run game scare you at all? Because they got me uh, a little bit nervous. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Is that what you said? Yeah, I have not <laughs> seen it. Well, I was really excited about Ramondre Stevenson coming into the season because in preseason, the dude was killing it. And I thought for sure he's a fourth-round draft pick. I thought for sure he was going to just have an incredible season. And then they basically gave Damian Harris the football early in the season, and they just kept riding him because he had the hot hand. So between the two of them, they're kind of a two-headed monster. So the Bills are going to have a, a tough stretch for them as far as just uh, just on the ground defending the, the run against the Patriots. What do you got for a score prediction? Uh, score prediction, I'm going to have probably like 21 to 17 Bills. I like it. I like 21 to 7. Who scores those touchdowns? You said Josh Allen's going to have one, right? Yeah, Josh Allen's going to have a rushing touchdown and probably two passing. Two passing. Oh, nice. So Josh's going to have a big game. Who's he throwing those balls to? Uh, Beasley and Diggs. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Well, buddy, what's uh uh wherever this game find? Are you the so I, I'm not super familiar. Are you the one headed to Boston, or is that your brother? Oh, uh, that's my brother. Gotcha. So you're gonna be home with dad watching this football game? Yep. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's good to have you on the show. Enjoy this football game. We'll be praying for your brother and praying for your whole family. Uh, but uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, man, go Bills. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. That was awesome. I love it when the young guys come on. So uh, it's it's just cool to see them. When I do, I was a teenager. I think I think it was like early twenties and scared to death to like do call in shows to call in the GR. And I got like young guys every week calling in. It's awesome just to kind of see them 
bring their own little swagger and their own kind of like personality to the show. But uh, uh, before I brought him on, I was just talking about Josh Allen having the, the potential to be the difference maker, the X factor, if you will. And, uh, you know, obviously he did as well with Josh Allen just kind of predicting three touchdowns for him. But uh, we're going to see. We're going to see what this football game brings. It's going to be a good one. Um, I think the Bills are going to come in. I think they're going to come in. You know, statement is a weird word for me in a game with this much weather. Could they not make a statement? Sure. Could they make a statement? Sure. But I think they know what's in front of them. I think they understand at this point in time the the how high the stakes are for this football team in this game. This is, as I said at the top of the show, the biggest game of the season for the Buffalo Bills, without question. This the, the rest of the season hinges on what happens in this football game, in my opinion, because if they lose this game, and they go to Tampa next week and they lose in that football game, you're staring at seven and six, probably firmly out of the playoffs at that point in time. And it's nothing but an uphill climb against some bad teams. One of them kind of rebounding a little bit in the Panthers, but they're coming to Buffalo as are the Falcons, which, you know, Southern teams coming to Buffalo to play in January. But, and one, you know, one is the Jets, but we'll see. But this is going to be a good football game. So this is what we got going on. So, uh, everybody listen up, listen up. So whether you're listening to this in podcast form, or you're watching me live now. So, uh, coming up immediately after the show, nine o'clock live is the chop up. So, uh, Bruce Dolan sitting in for Jay Spencer King, uh, Sterling Furrow, Kristen Kimmick, Angelina, all on that show. There is no overreaction post game show podcast tomorrow. Obviously Sunday, uh, this show is going to drop as a podcast on Monday morning. And then Monday, seven o'clock is the John Fina show. The John, the off tackle with John Fina show is going to air live seven o'clock as a pregame show. Uh, with myself, John Fina, Jerry Ostrowski, and Glenn Parker. So there's going to be three former Buffalo Bills from the 90s era teams on that show. We're going to talk about the run game, I'm sure. We're going to talk about blocking schemes and what this means and playing in snow and all that stuff. So you don't want to miss it. This is what I'm going to tell you. Uh, If you're listening on, on whatever platform, if you're listening Sunday, Monday, whatever, Saturday right now, you don't need to tune into the pregame show on ESPN and listen to them talk about Mac Jones for two and a half hours, seven o'clock come to YouTube, join me and Fina live with Ostrowski and Glenn Parker. And we'll have a good time. Then immediately following that game, there will be an overreaction post game show immediately following that game. But ladies and gentlemen, it has been so good to have you. You've been tuned into the bills mafia time to shine show on the Buffalo rumblings vidcast network and podcast network. Appreciate everybody jumping in, being a part of the show. It's just fun to do this. It's just fun to meet people. It's fun to like Jessica Tennis. It's, it's fun to meet to meet Jessica for the first time. So if you if you've been listening to this show and you've never like Kyle chimed in or called in or hit the link, next week make sure next week you hit the link. I'll be coming to you live next week from Tampa because I'm actually going to the Tampa game with the Market Dominator. So for Joe Miller for Buffalo Rumblings, I'm out of here. Stick around another five minutes. The chop up coming at you live in five. Go Bills.